Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to Grow on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin. And on this week's episode, I'm going to talk to you about productivity. Woo, lots of fun, lots of fun. Um, But yeah, I'm going to talk to you this week about productivity because it's coming up a lot. Right now, we are ending a cycle. Obviously, we're still experiencing COVID-19. It's very different around the country, right? Some places are going a little bit more on lockdown while some places are letting up. Uh, Everything's very unclear. And we just went through a presidential election, which has, at this point of this recording, has not yet been decided. So there's a lot of, you know, things that could be stressing you, depending on who you are and how you are. And that, of course, if not, if you don't have the process to deal with it, it can create a lot of stress and loss of productivity. Right. When we get stressed, we start to lose focus. We feel imbalanced. We don't get things done or the things we get done aren't really done with the the proper energy, focus, attention. Maybe they get done wrong and we have to do them again. There's a lack of sort of mindfulness a lot of times when we are allowing, you know, stress responses that take over for the long term. And, and guys, first and foremost, know that whatever you're feeling is absolutely just right and true for you. It is the brain's response naturally to put your state self in a state of stress, right? That's how it deals with responding to highly emotionally charged moments, right? And so it's, it's, you're, you're totally functioning fine. (laughs) If you're anxious, if you're stressed, if you're, you know, whatever it is that you're feeling is just simply your learned response to certain stimuli, okay? And that's why I really believe in mindset vibration processes because if we can learn the process of how to deal with it differently now, we can change that stress response. And in fact, that's a large amount of what I do when people come to me with these uh, emotional emergencies, right? If they have anxiety, if they have fears, phobias, etc. All I'm really doing is eliminating that negative feeling in the body, right? That energetic feeling, that emotional response to whatever that trigger was. And so that's what that's you know something that I'm always pushing, right? Always, always processes, always processes. There's a process in how you even learn. There's a process in how you think. There's a process in how you respond, react, et cetera. And when we can manage that process, it changes. But with that being said, there's obviously that plus how you respond with respect to productivity. And a lot of times people ask me, you know, how I get it all done. Well, the truth is, is I don't get it all done. Okay. I do not get it all done. And what I mean by that is that even though I am alone in the sense that I'm a single parent, I don't do, you know, I don't have all these outside things. I don't do a lot of stuff. I have 
to pay an assistant or assistants, right? One in pretty much each of my companies. I do not do laundry. I do not do grocery shopping for the most part. COVID changed that a little, a little bit, um, but I don't step foot in grocery stores and go wander around aisles uh, and take that kind of time. And so much of the time I have to understand who can do it and who can do it better than me. And for a price point, that makes sense. Meaning, you know, time value of money. If on average, I make $1,500 an hour to $3,000 an hour, would it not be better time spent for me to be focused on bringing in new clients and getting paid versus spending three hours doing laundry and grocery shopping? Right. And so what would be the cost of grocery shopping or, you know, laundry? Okay. So here in Manhattan, I think I pay about a hundred bucks for when laundry goes out. And that means somebody comes to my house, picks it up, takes it away, washes it, dries it, folds it, irons it, does whatever it needs to be done, puts it in a bag and returns it to my front door. And that's it. Right. So that's definitely worth it because for that hour, or hour and a half that I might be spending washing it, drying it, folding it, ironing it, whatever, I certainly could be making more money or doing something I actually enjoy. I'm not a big laundry fan. So, so there's that. Grocery shopping, same thing, same process. Again, everything. Mindset, what is your mindset? So if I'm talking to you guys right now about getting your laundry done and grocery shopping, and you're like wigging out internally, like, oh my God, who does that? Like, oh, or you have thoughts like, oh, only rich people do that, right? I mean, think about it. That's mindset right there. Your mindset will never allow you to do what I do because you've already stopped yourself. It's not for you. It's for other people. Who does that, right? Maybe there's a judgment like, oh, like, who are you, fancy? Or ew, like you don't even know how to do that. You know what I mean? Like whatever the thought process is, that's the mindset. And then it's just the process of what is your process in understanding kind of what's of value to you and why. And so I always go for my happy end result and move backwards and, and really understanding that. And so that's kind of, you know, just like a really quick overview of how I look at things. Um, so we're going to talk about Productivity, and that's one aspect of it, right? So I definitely do that. And if you guys, you know, use things like I know for COVID, my daughter and I started to use a something called Every Plate. Okay, so you guys should look us up. I will put a link down here to Every Plate. Um, you'll get a twenty dollar coupon if you use that link. It's just a, a coupon link, but we use every plate and we don't do it all the time. We do it like three nights out of the week. And it's one of those like pre-measured, pre-cut kind of things. And you have to make it yourself. And I don't cook either, by the way. I mean, I try, it's really, <laughs> it's really not good. Um, but so when we did every plate, first of all, the meals are amazing. They're really good. Uh, my daughter and I eat out at restaurants. COVID kind of killed that. So then when we discovered every plate, she was extremely excited about the fact that we had a very good tasting dinner and it was not some weird takeout place that we've eaten at 50 million times, right? And so the, the meals are, are really good. They're, they're pretty much kind of, I don't know, like really well home cooked or like restaurant quality meals, super inexpensive, 
So, you know, again, starting with my goals backing down, I have to say, well, what's my goal, right? So a family goal is obviously to spend time with my daughter doing something that we enjoy. She likes doing this stuff. She likes chopping up stuff or, you know, cooking it and all that fun stuff and then getting to eat it, right? She's also spending time with me, right? So as she gets older, that's going to be something more interesting and difficult, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure COVID's helped a lot of families with preteens and teens to stay in and, and hang with the family, although they might be in their rooms watching YouTube the entire time. You know, it brings us together. So that's another goal, right? Uh, I will be honest, I don't learn how to cook from this because they give you step-by-step instructions, which I barely even read. My daughter actually reads them because (laughs) I can't even bring myself to read them. So there will be times where she will make fun of me or laugh at me because I get it wrong. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I was supposed to do that. (laughs) And she'll grab the the card from me and, and just take over. So it gets me to that goal. Also, it just happens to be inexpensive. So when I look at the cost of it, and so it's only my daughter and myself, and I think it's like $4.99 a meal, $3.99 a meal. Actually, I think with this coupon, it becomes like $3.99 a meal or something like that. And for that $8 to $10 per meal or per, you know, per dinner for each of us is cheaper than restaurants. Now, is it cheaper than the grocery store? I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't cook like like that, so I don't know what you would need. I don't know what the, the cost of that would be. And I'm just being honest. I just, I wouldn't know if it's cheaper than if you went to the grocery store yourself. Now, of course, if you have a family of like 12, it's probably cheaper to make a meal at home and you can pull out your own stuff and have your own family time. Right. But if you're like a family of four, if you're a family of, you know, three, four, two, three, four, you know, like it makes a lot of sense. And it's, it's, it's definitely something that's easy. And especially if you're like me and you don't know how to cook. Right. And so I'm going to drop this bit.ly link down in the description for you guys. It's just uh, the bit.ly forward slash meals one, two, three. I just did capital M meals one, two, three. So for anybody that doesn't know bit.ly, it's just HTTP colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash capital M E A L S one, two, three, like the numbers one, two, three. And you can check it out right there, but that's another way that I also cut down. So You know, it's again, going from my goals, counting backwards, essentially kind of leveling it back. Does everything I do bring me to one of my major life or business goals, period? Is it a stepping stone? Does it at least inch me closer? It doesn't have to propel me forward, right? That's what happens after you've done all the little inches, right? The incremental to exponential. When you find those changes that make huge results. Now, me and my daughter making dinner together every every night, three nights a week for the next year, is that going to have, you know, exponential results later on? Probably, you know, based on all the studies of people eating dinner together, having conversations and connecting on a certain level has been shown to do a lot later on in life. So that would be the ex, you know, exponential result I might get 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now. I'm good with that. I just enjoy spending time with her. And having her get to kind of take over and, and then us actually eating something that's kind of awesome <laughs> that we made. But another thing is, you know, understand that, and I've said this before, this is a point in time when you're under this amount of stress and pressure for this amount of time, if you haven't learned how to deal with it. And I don't mean deal with it, like push it down and act like it's not there. I mean, like actually deal with it so that it does not surface, does not surface five years from now. It does not surface five minutes from now um, that you're actually facing it and dealing with it 
and learning that process of how you personally have to manage your systems so that it is not as impactful, right? That it's like emergency mode. Your body goes into flight, you know, fight, flight, freeze, faint response. It's that emergency mode. Your amygdala gets lit up and everything's crazy. The, The amygdala is just like a part of your brain in like the middle of your brain. And it's the thing that signals your stress response, right? That also means hormonally speaking, you're also kind of lit up because that's what the amygdala does. The amygdala affects the adrenal glands because obviously if it's fight flight, right? You're going to be having to prepare that level of energy. And that might be why like in the beginning, if you noticed you were like maybe the first month or first two months of the you know hard part, right? For, for those of us, like maybe in New York, New Jersey or parts of California, when the very first months of this, you know, really kind of hit the United States and we were all on lockdown, right? Like, like parts of Washington, California, New York, we're all on lockdown and we can go out. We did really, really well, right? We might've coped extremely well. We might've thought, oh yeah, this can be easy, right? Because it just happened so, so fast and so easy. But if you were only doing an emergency response and patching what you could in the moment, which is totally fine. It's like no judgment there but you also didn't then learn to manage it for the long term and this is actually true for yourself your family your company whatever right we have the pivot and we, i hate this word anymore pivot pivot right but like pivot we had it we had to make a change in response to the new reality and if we thought of it as a momentary thing a temporary thing then our changes were insufficient true for your household true for your business Now, you had to quickly survey the situation and have an emergency response plan. But as that's going on, you should have been or could have been looking at the bigger, longer picture to really digest it. And so that's what we did, my daughter and myself. And in fact, I just wrote an article in Thrive Global, right? So a couple months ago, I had asked Ariana Huffington if she would speak at something. She wasn't able to, but she asked if I would write something about how I have managed really well and really easily to this whole COVID thing, right? Uh, being that I'm in Manhattan, being that I'm kind of stuck in my house now for like 10 months, <laughs> it feels like it's November right now. So it's really been like nine months. <laughs> and, you know, my daughter's really not big on going out because she's obviously old enough to read and she has her own thoughts uh, about what's going on. And so, you know, she's not, she, she, as much as she wants to see certain people, she's not going to go out and, and do anything. So we've really been inside. And, but when this happened, when she had to work from home, right. The, we did the emergency thing where should we set her up with her computer and a sort of temporary space, but within, I would say less than 30 days, I had already started planting the idea and making it kind of a fun adventure to say, hey, what if we could stay home forever? Like, how is your room going to look? What what could we do to make it like for the rest of your life, right? And she knew that it's not going to be for the rest of her life. But like, that's kind of the approach that we took. Like, how can we both set up new office spaces? Because I used to work from home, but I can't work out in the dining area anymore because obviously she needs to come in and out. So we both had to figure it out. And we made it fun. I said, how could we do it without, without buying anything, right? Without buying, just figuring out what we have in our house, zero money. Now we didn't quite make that. We think we spent like a hundred bucks on something, but 
yeah, I mean, we pretty much did it, but we made it fun, right? And so now that we're coming into the whole new school year, she's chilling. Like she's got her thing. She's got her space. You know, yeah, it's getting a little boring because it's not like school when it's your friends next to you and all that stuff. And you have those breaks and you can take those moments with friends and do things, you know, it's a little bit different, but you know, it certainly served us better. In fact, we've switched places sometimes just because she was so tired of her place. You know, we can do a lot of things, but we definitely made it fun uh, because we took that viewpoint of what if it's not just a month? What do we do if it's forever? And the same thing in business. So I have, you know, I'm connected to a business and I wasn't working with them at the time. And they were really smart. They did an online model. But the problem was, was they looked at it as if it was a temporary change. So let me just tell you, it's a yoga studio and uh, it's a franchise. And again, I wasn't working with them through this process. And so, of course, online makes sense. But the whole foundation of this particular brand is that it's like your neighborhood place. Everybody knows your name. You say hi, bye. You know what's going on. Like it's very family, right? And so when they did that switch, they, I'm not sure that they looked at it as how can we convince all of these studio owners to, to, to bring it up a level, to change it, right? Because a lot of them were really dead set on wanting a certain very specific culture vibe process, right? And because, you know, COVID was announced as like, oh, it's going to go away in a couple months. You know, it wasn't as like, oh, we'll just wait it out, right? And so, so you know, brought a lot of chaos on there for the moment. Right. But it's obviously that's all fixed now, but it was a lot of stress points for a fairly long time, just because it wasn't looked at as, Hey, what if, right. Whereas some of my clients, you know, when we said, if we're going to build a new vertical in response to COVID, it can't be temporary. It has to be looked at as a permanent feature. What should we do then? Now, those people that did that are making millions millions when everybody who is within their circle is about to go bankrupt. Why? It's just a different perspective. Again, we start with mindset, right? And when I talk about mindset vibration processes, when I say, oh, I have an MVP method, that's what I'm talking about, mindset vibration processes. And in these moments, mindset, always, 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 in my opinion, first and foremost, the most important thing that affects your vibration, as does many other things, but that most certainly affects your vibration. And then it is all about your process, even the process of how you, you know, identify the mindset you have and change it so that it can be, you know, something that supports what you're doing versus holding you back, right? The process of how you're going to go through something, the process in business, the process in your house, there's a process. You guys wake up at a certain time. You guys do a certain thing. You guys fall off to your own respective corners for the day, whatever the process is. Somebody makes lunch. Somebody does this. Somebody has a conversation about lunch, right? I don't know, but everything is a process. Okay. Whether that's a conscious process or now a subconscious process because it's done for so long, it's now a habit and just simply triggered by the subconscious mind. It is a process. Okay. So just letting you know what parts of my process are, that is really kind of taking that sky high view of if we're going to make this change, how do we look at it so that we're not going to waste money, right? So that we're not going to build something that's going to get torn down only six months from now, 
right? And the question like for the yoga studio becomes, okay, let's say COVID ended tomorrow. Everybody wants to go back, right? How do we still maintain this virtual subscription model where it's still revenue producing? What is the marketing required for that? Who do we go after? Who is our new target market if it has changed, right? How do we, maybe it doesn't because maybe people are still scared because maybe they don't believe you that COVID's gone, right? And so how do we, how do we do that? You know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that, that can be asked. And then really just the time value of money for me, like what are the things you could do that always get you closer to your bigger goals? And like I said, for me, it is definitely the fact that I don't do laundry I don't do grocery shopping. I, you know, I'm doing this every plate thing right now, you know? And some of these things that I do touch upon multiple goals and some of them only, you know, inch me forward towards one, but everything I'm doing is getting me to my happy end result, whatever that looks like. And it should for you too. So again, always start with the happy end result in mind. Look at everything that you're doing and engaging in. Is it really optimal, right? Are there things, people, systems, programs, processes that you could institute that would save you time, money, anything that could allow you more time or something else to get somewhere else towards your goal, right? By doing, actually, what's really funny is by doing every plate, my time is actually taken up more, right? Before it's just go on seamless, you know, ask my daughter what she's in the mood for, order it and wait for it while I did some other work. Now I can't do that. So now I'm actually making dinner. I'm actually out there for over an hour. You know, it's actually really quick. Like the meal prep time is usually about 15, 20 minutes. And then the cook time is usually about uh, 20 minutes. So it's, it's not like it's a long thing, but it's, you know, it's obviously more than it was before, but what does it do? It gets me to a much, much bigger goal that I care about much more than, you know, losing 30, 40 minutes, right? Which is obviously time with my daughter while we still can do that while she's still young. But yeah, I mean, that's what I'd be looking at. So that was the point of this this kind of podcast. I forgot a little, a little uh, monotone and dreary there. But yeah, I just want everyone to kind of check in, know that there's obviously a lot of stressors going on, you know, right now in the moment, especially here in the U.S., and that your response is your response, right? Don't judge it. It's just right and good for you, and it's okay. The question always is, is, is it serving me? And if you're deciding that it's not serving you for your greater good or your greater purpose, then what is the process, what is needed to change it? And for me right now, for productivity, right, being laser focused, I'm pretty good at being laser focused, but that didn't come, one, it didn't come for free, and two, it didn't come overnight. Um, I actually did a lot of work with Brendan Burchard and uh, John Asaraf to get me to this point. But um, yeah, I mean, it's about laser focus. So what can you do to get your time back? What can you do to make sure that everything you're doing is inching you towards, I call it your happy end result. It's your goals. It's your, you know, whatever you're looking for, but that's it guys. That is it for this week. So uh, thank you for joining me. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please don't forget to rate it on iTunes or whatever, you know, you know, your directory is that you're listening from. And always feel free. You can find me on my Facebook group. Uh, If you go search groups for Thrive Tribe Global, you'll find me. And you can always join the group. Shoot me questions there. Uh, If I find that I'm getting a lot of questions, you can always direct message me too. That's fine. A lot of people actually do that more. But yeah, I mean, just shoot me some questions. And if I find 
like I'm getting a lot of questions about certain things, I'll definitely bring them up on the podcast. Um, but just wanted to give you a kind of a sneak peek into what I'm doing right now and how kind of my brain works in the process in order to get me from point A to point B. All right. Have a great week and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.